You know, I never thought love was real. I didn't. And now I think life isn't real without it. <laughs> hey, y'all. It's me, V. And you're tuned into Or the Opposite. She has no idea when I do these things. Fun fact. I don't. And I don't know what to say. Like, today we're talking about, because I don't know. Huh. What are we talking about? You know what we're talking about? Relationship growth. Okay. Okay. Let's get it. So, if you realize, this this week you had a little epiphany between, like, you know, the intimacy thing. I did. You did. But have you realized that, um, personally, you have grown as a person, as a mother, as an individual? Of course. Huh. How do you feel about that? I'm proud. Did it take a lot of work or was it more like, did you have to like kind of like surrender and be vulnerable kind of, or do you feel like it just was a small, like a slow process going all the way through? Um, I, I think that both. So I think that it does. So growth is a very slow process. Um, I'm learning to be more patient in many areas in life, even with just the growth of this podcast, mm-hmm. like, because we all want that instant gratification, right? So, you know, if it doesn't happen, then it's easy to just mm-hmm. give up. Um, so I think everything is a process. Like, it, it takes getting to where you want to be, which also takes vulnerability. Um, so it, my answer is both. I, I have had to unmask, kind of, and be vulnerable mm-hmm. in a lot of situations where I, you know, would have handle things one way. Um, I've had to take a step back and say, hmm, just because this is the way that I'm doing it doesn't necessarily mean it's the only way or the right way that that it can be accomplished. And uh, with that alone has allowed me to grow, I feel like. Do you think when you are trying to grow or benefit, sometimes expectations lead to failures? Because you're like, ah, with this podcast, you know what? The first episode, I want to reach blah, blah, blah. And then when you don't reach it, you fail to realize the progress is still there. But your expectations have made it feel like it's not a failure, but like a letdown. I I understand. Um, I think that if I wasn't in the headspace that I'm in right Mm -hmm. now, I probably would have felt like that. But I, I think that I have realized that. Sometimes expectations, and not just with the podcast, mm-hmm. but relationships, you know, life in general, sometimes expectations are um, a hindrance. Like, I, I can be expecting to reach, you know, a certain mm-hmm. amount or get to a certain whatever it is, but for me, as long as I, I know that I'm still growing and I'm still working hard to get to whatever it is, um, that's all I can ask of myself. Yep. Like I, I can't – because it, I feel like that, that does create unnecessary stress. Like you can't just say, you know, in 30 days I'm going to be in – how many countries are there? In the world? Mm-hmm. That's a lot, babe. Countries and continents are different. I know. So, 
<laughs> just say he's seven continents because countries I can't keep up with. It was like just like a so couple hundred. I, I can't say, you know, in a week I want to be in 300 countries because honestly, that's an unrealistic expectation for someone like myself to starting out is, I mean, we're in Northern Virginia, but small town in the grand scheme of things, um, just putting, you know, no sponsorships, like putting ourselves out there and growing this, um, you know, with the help of people sharing. Mm -hmm. And, but aside from that, like, there really is like we're building this, mm-hmm. so it's I, expectations have to be realistic. I guess yeah. is what I'm saying. Um, and then I, I think that <laughs> as much as I have put the <laughs> the go with the flow mentality behind me, like certain things, I still I still feel like I just you know it'll come. Yeah, because it's like a relationship. Like you can go in expecting, you know what, three years. <laughs> You know, engagement, four years, marriage, five years. But you know what? This might get off topic, and I'm sorry. Which I don't I know got. where you were going with that. Nowhere. I, um, like, I, I am often, so I'm a lot, I'm a part of a lot of groups mm-hmm. um, on social media. Um, and everyone, like, I just thought about it because you said, you know, three years engaged, five years married, whatever, whatever, whatever. Everyone's end goal is not marriage. Yeah. Like, it just, the more people that, because I feel like growing up, you know, we were, we were told, you know, find someone, save yourself till marriage, be committed to that person. You know, engagement should fall within a certain amount of time. They married then kids and another kid. And it's like your whole life is set out for you before you're able to talk. And have an opinion. Mm-hmm. This is what's expected of you. Um, and I think a lot of people that I knew growing up fell into that same, you know, routine. Routine. Mm-hmm. This is how life is supposed to be. But the more people you meet, um, not everyone wants those same things, and that's okay. Um, so I, I, I went off on a tangent with that. I don't know why. It's just like life would be. Because <laughs> I only bring it up because of our conversation. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know what day it was in snow shade to her. I sleep at different hours, so like it could have been yesterday, could have been this morning. I don't mm-hmm. know. But you were like, you know, we joke about how like our love is, and mm-hmm. we try to share with people. And sometimes they think like we're fabricating it or we're like, mm-hmm. ex- you know, being extra. We're not. But I think for me, when people are looking for like a partner and like love. I think that's all they need to look for. Don't put, you know, mm-hmm. expectations on what you want after that. Just be happy you have somebody that f- loves you for you mm-hmm. and lo- and wants to grow with you. And there's mm-hmm. a difference between somebody like with you and then, you know, um, they're just happy by being with you. But right. they need some. You need somebody that's happy and willing to grow and continue to grow with you and push you to whatever end goal you have or any, you know, overall type of uh benefit like with you it's like oh you know you know not saying anything you know other than hey i just want you to be you Mm -hmm. and that's what i was i was gonna get back to um you you just said love you for you and i believe that you know i've told you before um when you find your person it's 
it's like something clicks and mm-hmm. you, you realize that like this person really does love you for you. Like you don't have to like pretend to be anything. You don't have to like not make fake penises out of paper towel rolls uh, because you're afraid of what they might think. Um, not that I know that experience personally or anything. Not that I ever have done that. That's weird. Who does that? I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <We> know. <laughs> so it's not like, I don't feel like you should have to hide any part of yourself to be with anybody. Um, if that person, you know, truly loves you for you and, you know, truly is your person, then they're going to, they're going to do just that. They're going to love you for you. Um, I know I get on your nerves. I get on my own nerves. You do. You you talk to yourself in the mirror like, girl, you get you being extra. Yeah. I am, and I'm like, holy crap, Because I mean, sometimes I am, and but your your love for me has never wavered. Mm-hmm. Like it's never. Um, I've never had a day where I felt like I needed to change something in order to keep what we have. Mm-hmm. Um, if anything, like, I think you probably, you probably enhance <laughs> my silly sides. Mm-hmm. And like, there are, there are parts of me that I didn't even know were parts of me until I found my person. Um, There's it, just so much. Yeah. I, it, it almost makes me like, it's a loss for words. Like it, and I know other people have experienced, you know, love like this mm-hmm. before. There's no doubt. But because I haven't, like, it, it floors me sometimes. Like, I'm literally mind blown that, like, you know what I need sometimes before I know what I need. So, and, and I'm going to elaborate. Um, our weeks are busy. I've Very mentioned busy. that before. Mm-hmm. Um, extremely busy between, you know, working the kids, like, you it's just busy. Some days are worse than others to try and get up and, and get motivated. Most mornings, he makes my coffee. Uh, there have been several mornings that I have gotten in the car and taken the first sip. And it's a little stronger than normally. And I'm like, how did he know? Like, how did you know that I needed my coffee a little bit stronger that morning? I didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's just. It's a vibe. Yeah. It's a vibe. And the fact that you pick up on that, like, how? It's just because, um, one, I've been up for four and a half hours, so I'm already knowing, like, she's <laughs> going to have a rough day. Or it's, I see how she gets up and I see how she's moving. Or I see her, like, just overall mannerisms and just. I'm like, okay, she's going to need to get through the day. Today's going to be tricky. Could be a combination of just the day itself. If it's a soccer day, I'm like, all right, I'm going to you know, do a little extra. Make sure I pack a little more snacks for her because, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, she's going to get to the soccer field and be like, I'm hungry. I'm like, look under the third <laughs> dashboard in your car under the seat. There's a whole granola bar or Thanks. something like that. You do. Um, Take good care of me. And it's just because I don't ever want you to like need or want for anything if I'm not there. Mm-hmm. Now, gas is tricky because she don't never tell me she need gas because I will let, like I'll wake up at four in the morning and put gas in her car. She come in the next day like ah, I really need to get up early so I can get some gas. My gas done, yeah. it's just done. But outside of that, I think what people fail to realize is we're not saying off a rip you're going to get that person that's going to 
be open and honest. Because like you said, I wasn't as transparent in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But you had to learn that I I never really had somebody I could fully trust. Mm-hmm. So come in and say, hey, blah, 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 blah. And you're like, oh, okay, thanks for telling me up front. And I'm like, yeah, but it's like, well, how long are you going to stay? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to put all this on. Like, give you all my cards, and you take them, and you're like, oh, boom, here's a joker. And I'm like, ah, you played that a little early. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we're playing dominoes. Why are you throwing cards out? <laughs> but I think end result for people, I just want people to really enjoy a love that is true. And with you, it's it's like water. It just flows. I feel like it's that, I mean, it's with us. Like, it, yeah. it's our vibe. And... To others, it might not be their vibe. They might be like, oh, they're, they're, that's not love. To, that's not love to them. Right. Like, but that, and that's fine. <laughs> yeah. But they're not our relationship, uh-uh. so. And so one thing, one one of the things that I remember that you told me in the beginning when you were courting me. I was courting the hell out of her. <laughs> um, you said to me, I just want you to know your worth. You said even if it's not you with don't, me. yeah. You said even if you you, it's not with me. I just want you to know your worth because this go with the flow that you're doing. You're better than that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you continue to show me my worth. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's. <laughs> I love you. I love you too, princess. <laughs> What people have to realize, and this, this is like a, not a rant, but people have to realize is relationship is work. Love is work. Mm-hmm. So, But you have to understand, eight hours of the day, you're, we were lucky to be coworkers. Mm-hmm. So eight hours of the day, I'm courting her, loving her, whatever. And then after work, I'm still loving her, courting her, and continuing it. Yeah. People have to realize... If you're not doing that with your partner, meaning like you have one job, like we are now, you mm-hmm. have this job, I have the job. If I'm stressed here and I come home, my energy is going to be a little off mm-hmm. with you because I have to decompress and do all this extra stuff. Mm-hmm. And then a majority, not maybe not, I ain't going to put a, a number on it, but some relationships, they get home and then they're like, a little bit like this mm-hmm. because it's like, hey, hey, let me tell you. And they're like, well, no decompression. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just constant. Like, all right, here we are. Here we are. I haven't seen you. And I'm like, you're excited or the other person excited. And you're like, whoa, it's a little overwhelming. And then mm-hmm. a little hostile. And then like, whoa, like just chill. But it's because of work. Right. And you knew. So from- then it becomes, you know, the other person who's who's been excited has started to realize that, like, hey, you know, are you excited? Are you it's not, not excited? being received. Mm-hmm. So then they stop sharing. Yep. And then instead of communicating, like, hey, I need a little bit of time to decompress once I get home. You know, they go to their separate corners, and then that becomes routine. Yeah. And then before you know it, like the relationship kind of fucking sucks. Yeah. And it did, and it takes a hit, and then. One person is sitting there like, wow, you remember when you used to love me? And then that comes across as, motherfucker, I do love you. Right. Like, how dare you say I don't love you? Because then it's like, well, you know, I'm busting my ass at work every day and I'm I'm doing this for you and I'm doing that for you. And then it's like, okay, but I just wanted you to listen to my story. Yeah. (laughs) So. (laughs) A story. (laughs) But it's like, I will listen. 
But it's it's all about communication and relationship. It's mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm be honest. When I get home, just let me. Mm-hmm. I know we have a kid. Let me figure out and and give me 10, 30, 45 minutes. Whatever I need, give me that, and I'll be the person you need me to be in that mm-hmm. moment. But I need because you have to figure decompression for some is not driving home an hour worth of traffic. Right. That's just, because we both do that too. Yeah, I mean, that's it's stressful just, in itself. Yeah, it is. And then you get home and you're like, all right. Okay. And, and then, then I do have that extra, you know, two hours, two nights a week where I'm at the soccer field, but I'm sitting in a car. Yeah. So, like, that's not the but, most decompressing atmosphere yeah. either. So. And that's what we had to learn where it's like, look, all right. And then I'll get home an hour. So it's like, technically, I decompress already. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, I'm home, vibing, chilling, listening to music. I'm trying to work in the kitchen. Who cares? <laughs> and she comes home, and I can see sometimes she just is like defeated. Yeah. And I'm just like, hey, hey. And I know not to attack her because I could just tell. Because I mean, at the end of the day, like, she'll be happy. She loves love, but I. Sometimes it's honestly just she like. She just lay down and take a so bra off. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> just take a bra off. Like, do like this. Now you to do like that. Do like that. <laughs> I've self diagnosed, um, and I am going to go to the doctor, but okay. I, think I, I think I am a highly sensitive person. And that's a real thing. Um, don't go diagnosing yourselves. This Please is don't. just something I've done. Um, so with HSP, (laughs) (laughs) sometimes like your sensories are, um, or sensory. It doesn't even matter at this point. You made it up. (laughs) You diagnosed yourself. So whatever condition you got, just say the words. Are a little more sensitive. So like sometimes like bright lights will bother me. Um, not to the point of like. I need to, you know, close my eyes or like blackout curtains or anything. I enjoy light actually, but sometimes, like especially driving, like the natural light will be too much for me. My main um, high sensory whatever is noises. So my ears are very, very sensitive when I get stressed out and when I get tired. Um, everything, any little noise is too much. So. Um, couple of weeks ago i came home um oh this is after um you know i i any conversation i can get out of my son um i really it excites me because he is getting to that age where everything is a one word answer and i have to drag (laughs) things out of him so when i can get conversation out of him i'm you cherish it. I'm jazzed. Yeah. Oh, 40. <laughs> 40. <laughs> so that day he had been exceptionally chatty, mm-hmm. um, which I was loving. You know, chatted me up all the way to soccer practice, all the way home. Talked to me about anything you could think about, which was great. Um, this is after. So my my job is to deal with people all day long, all day long. <laughs> Phones, in person emails like it's it's people all day long so talking um when i got home <laughs> i was my cooking. boyfriend was making dinner which Hamburgers. was absolutely amazing um one less thing you know i had to worry about you but. often do that like he makes dinner a lot for us um, on this particular night i walked into the apartment and it was smoke filled um, I don't know what happened. The uh, stove, the flames were everywhere. It was a little hot. It was a little sizzy. Um, a little sizzy. The, uh, and, and then five minutes and later. And then 
before I could get my shoes off and my bag off, um, the fire alarm started going off. Flashback of Dale said, don't freeze. So uh, here we are. I'm just getting home. My ears are ringing, literally. Um, and she, we're waving, you know. Anything, anything. <laughs> to <laughs> get the fire alarm. She told her twerking like that was going to help. Yeah, to, to get the smoke alarm. Smoke alarm, fire yeah. alarm. Same thing. Um, so then, you know, that, that happened. My favorite and part is she sat there and just was an awful mention. Yeah. So that happened. We had dinner, chatted throughout dinner quietly. Mm-hmm. And the moment I laid down, my son came in the room and told me he had ants oh. <laughs> on his nightstand. <laughs> I'm trying not to be petty. And <sighs> I, I felt defeated. Yeah, I thought. Um, I had to get up and help because let me tell you guys, this wasn't the first time. Mm-mm. He had had ants in his room over the summer, um, and it was decided that snacks were not to go in his room anymore. So little by little, Mom <laughs> starts letting him take snacks back in his room. So when uh, you know the ants happened again, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Jeremy y'all. got up to help. Yeah, I did he? You got the um, bug spray. The ant spray. Vacuum cleaner out for yeah, us. Yeah, I did that. And then he comes in ever so politely and he said, Here's the ant spray from last time. <laughs> I'm be honest. Internally, I had a very, very big smile. It, it was, was that I told you so. Motherfucker. Yeah, it, it was. Fucking told you. And it, it, it took a lot. Um, but I think I said to you, you were right, and I'm sorry. Yeah, it's fine. So I, I and I, if I didn't, I'm sorry yeah, that I allowed not. you know snacks to go back in. But and it's not all right. So let's make it clear: he doesn't leave the snacks in there. But we, he know he does is he eats on the bed and the crumbs he just brushes off, and that just yeah. makes a little ant trail. Because yeah. I seen it from the first time. I'm like, oh, there's a thing over here, chip crumb over there, and they're just having a meal. So I'm like, oh, I know exactly what happened. And then he has like. Gatorade balls, like he's yeah, it's like a shrine. And you know what he reminds me of? It was like when my cousin would have to do a piss test and he would just drink water for like a solid uh, week and he just had them piled up around a room. Ah, uh, that's I think uh Braxton's trying to tell us. Something. No, he doesn't have pee in his room. <laughs> no, and not pee, yeah, he yeah, drinks the just... water to clear out his pee. Oh, he had empty bottles, yeah. Ah, gotcha. Okay, Braxton just he just doesn't want to throw anything away, yeah, because it, it reminds me he has to take the trash out. <laughs> That that might be it. He's like, if I don't take this to the kitchen, the trash doesn't fill up. You might have figured it out. Um, you know what? Let's end this here. We gotta go upstairs <laughs> and put this trash on. <laughs> Correct. But all y'all, right. no, get all right. Leave them with a, a message about love or what you want this generation to know about love. Um, my message to this generation and really any generation, um, just people, <laughs> um, communicate. Like, I know that you guys, you probably hear that all the time, but it's huge. You have, you have, you are in control of your life. Ultimately, if you choose to allow someone else in your space, then you have to communicate what it is that you like and that you want in your space. If you don't tell them, they don't know. Um, so I, I, you know, I advocate for communication. Just, just do it. What I would say is, um, 
and this has probably been said before, learn how to argue mm-hmm. and learn the person's arguing style. Because mm-hmm. you, you probably don't argue the same. That's a good one. And once you accept it and be honest with yourself and be open, then once, because uh, it's going to happen, issue, yeah. uh, any big, small, as long as you learn it, everything will be fine and you guys will work towards it together. Correct. But, you know, we're the opposite. <laughs> we're the opposite. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for tuning in yet again. Um, as always, like, share, subscribe. Um, and I guess until next time, bye, y'all. You wanna, oh, you want to you wanna kiss me? <laughs> I want to kiss nah. you. <laughs> I love you. Period. 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 Uh. <laughs> We're so fucking weird.